it's time for We Talk Disney, the podcast that brings you news and information about all things Disney travel related. The theme parks, the resorts, the cruises, complete with tips to maximize your Disney experiences and save you money. It's time for the rope drop as we begin another episode of We Talk Disney. Oh boy, are we glad you're here. Big doing's going on, so let's get started. Hello, I'm Kimberly Allen. My name's Ed Owen. We're so glad that you've joined us for We Talk Disney. This is a chance for us to share our love for Disney, some news and information, and maybe even some planning tips here and there. But today, for episode one, we'd really like to share why we actually love Disney. Kimberly and I work together, and uh, we spend a major portion of time talking about Disney. So we decided that since we're talking anyway, we might as well put this down on, um, well, I used to say tape in the old days, but uh, put it down (laughs) digitally and share it with you guys, and we hope you appreciate it. We, um, We love Disney for a variety of reasons, and, you know, we'll talk about that. We will, as this show progresses, our dream is to get this into more of a Disney news format. We'll talk about things that are happening at Disney World, um, at the various parks, Disney Cruise Line, uh, the Disneyland, foreign parks. I mean, all of this stuff that encompasses Disney. And I think that's kind of what we're going to stick with, more of the travel aspects of Disney and then some some major news that's coming along. Does that sound right to you? It does, because that's, I mean, that's a great way to plan out trips, to know what's going on, to maybe look forward. And for some of us who maybe can't get there every year, it's also a chance to do a little dreaming and keep up with what's going on. And I will tell you that in the next few weeks, you are going to learn so much about planning a trip (laughs) because we have the Cray computer of planning here, and that's Kim. And she has just spent a year and a half planning and then going on a major Disney excursion. And you are probably, and I say this uh, without hesitation, at this point, probably one of the most knowledgeable people about how to put together a Disney trip um, that I know. And there's been such a contrast in you and me because my history with Disney goes way, way back. You know, my first trip to Walt Disney World was, I believe, 1972. And I've I've struggled with this because I'm not sure if it was 72 or 73. It's a long time ago. I can tell you that. And what I always wanted to go there when they first opened up in 71. And then when I got there, I remember we were staying over in Daytona. I was with my family. And I remember standing in front of the Magic Kingdom, looking across at the Contemporary Hotel. And I said right then to myself, that's where I want to be. I want to be here in the middle of all this. And, you know, it was a different world back then. You had the Contemporary Hotel, you had the Polynesian Hotel, and you had the, um, the Golf Resort, which is now Shades of Green. And um, so it took me another year or two. Now, I do know this to be correct. 1974 was my first time that I stayed on Disney property. Now, Kimberly, I know you just got back. Correct. Okay. Just got back. And I'm going to throw out a fact here that will blow your mind. And, folks, they used to use this as a question on the on Disney Cruise Lines and it, when you do the DVC presentation. They may still, so I'm going to give you the answer right now. <laughs> do you know what it costs to stay on site at Disney World when it first opened up. Oh my goodness. Prices now are pretty outrageous. They're so extremely I'm going to say back then, let's just say it was 150 a night. Oh, let's just say you are way wrong. <laughs> the first time I stayed at the Contemporary Resort Hotel, I was in a wing. 
This would have been 1974. It was $30 a night. Oh, my goodness. What a steal. Isn't that amazing? That's a steal. And like I said, they use that on uh, on Disney Cruise Lines when they have the meetings to kind of show the value of Disney Vacation Club. Now, that's a whole different thing. We're not going into that. But just to give you an idea of what, what it, my background was. And back in those days, you were considered kind of weird if you went to Disney World all the time. <laughs> I, and I... I some people consider us weird now. And that's okay. Way back then, it was really strange. And I know that that was my go to thing as I kind of went through life. I always wanted to have a Disney trip planned. So I would immediately, I would go to one. And this is the day when you couldn't go to a travel agent, you had to go straight through Disney. And I think it was, I forget the number, but it was like WDW Info. And that's how you had to dial, you know, to get in. Same thing, I guess it is now. And so I, the day I would get back from a trip, I would make reservations for the next trip. Oh, my word. Then I could listen, I could look forward to it and think about exactly. it and all that. A lot has changed over those years or over all the years since then. Um, again, people look at you a little strange if you go too much. I kind of looked at myself a little strange when I figured out a few years ago I've spent over a year on Disney property. Um, That's amazing. In all the years. And then when I was in a position where I could do trips and basically let somebody else pay for them, I did a lot of conventions there. I was a convention planner and uh, meter. And so I've done I've done conventions, uh, three at Disney World. I've done a uh, board meeting on Disney Cruise Line. I did a board meeting at Anaheim at um, Disneyland. And uh, then, you know, things kind of got, I, I got into travel on my own, you know, level, on my own type of business, and I kind of got involved in other things. So I haven't done Disney nearly as much the last few years. Know a lot about the history. I know a lot about how you used to do things. Kind of keep up with it, but not nearly as educated about it as I used to be. And then that's where you came in. Exactly. Our history is quite a bit different. Yes. Now, I, the first time I ever visited Disney, and I'm going to um, kind of date myself here, Disney World opened in 71. Right. And my parents took me on my first trip in 1976. Um, I was very young. I didn't young. even know you were born in 1976. I, I, I was, no, I, I think I was four years old. Okay. So I was a little one. I was still a little tight, but still to this day remember that trip. I mm -hmm. can tell you about that trip. And we don't have that many pictures. That was before Magic Pass and the Photo Pass and everything. So and taking I, pictures was a major deal. Back it was then. a huge deal. And so we, I remember that trip, and I went several times with school organizations with family. But about the age of fourteen was the last time I ever went. Yeah. So after thirty some odd years, not to date myself too much, you were a deprived child. I what was. I'm, what I'm I seeing was. Here. And yeah. so I finally was like, no. I love Disney. This is ridiculous. I have got to get back. And my husband has never been. 50 years old, he'd never been. Really had no desire to go. No right? desire to go. And there are people out there, and, and some of us that you're listening, you're mm -hmm. just in the exact same boat I am. You've got a spouse, a significant other, someone that you hang out with, and they don't love Disney like you. But you still you still love them. Mm -hmm. They just are a little odd. And they're just wondering, why do you like this so much? I know, I know. What's the big deal? So for me and my history, I was like, okay, now we're going. And I'm going to prep you for this. And I'm going to prep myself because, I mean, 30-year gap. Right. 
there was a ton of stuff that that I have missed out on. There's parks that were whole entire parks that were built. By the way, part of my history is I was there for the grand opening of Epcot in 1981. That is amazing. Yeah. Yes, and they just celebrated. At the last minute, decided to go and and was there for the got in the day before they officially opened, and they were still putting plants in the ground, and there were maintenance people running around on little carts and everything. So, so and I'm sure that hustle bustle was something to say. Oh, it was great. It, was it great. is. Yeah. So now as I finally got the research done and I still constantly am researching even though now we are back from our trip but um, we're going to share some of the things I've learned there but my love has just gotten more and more because there is that magic and the magic goes beyond the movies and the rides and the details I think it has to do with the overall the entirety the entire entity of what is Disney about two years ago um, you knew that I had a history with, with yes. Disney and, and you kind of came to me one day and you said, I'm, we're thinking about, and I, I want to do this trip and I'm going to plan it. And, you know, and I could give you some guidance at that point, but nothing like, you know, what you have learned in the last two years. And so the fun part for me, I've been kind of living vicariously through you as you planned this ultimate trip. Um, and that's what we're going to start on in our next episode. We will actually talk about the whole planning process and how you decided to do all of the different things you did um, from top to bottom. And, I mean, some of your frustrations you had as you went along, particularly dealing with people who were supposed to be doing things and maybe weren't responding as, <laughs> as quickly. And then, you know, I, I'm looking forward to hearing exactly how, how you look at it now from, okay, I did this, I should have done that, or this was perfect, or, okay, what do I, what about my husband? You know, talking exactly. about you. How did exactly. he respond, and what are we going to do on the next one? Exactly. So we, we want to invite you to become a part of We Talk Disney, because I know it's Ed and myself talking, but we will incorporate you throughout the coming days, and so just be listening for ways that you can participate. So we invite you to be a part of We Talk Disney. We are going to start, like you said, with this first few shows are going to be about this kind of process. And, you know, but by early next year, this will evolve into more of a news talk kind of show. What is going on in Disney travel, uh, particularly the theme parks and uh, the resorts uh, and, and cruise lines? As you said, ways to save money. You know, one of the ones I'm looking forward to, because one of the things I saw you post while you were gone was a stack of receipts. You did Disney dining. We're going to go through an in-depth analysis. Is it worth it? Mm -hmm. If you find me 100 people that say it is, I'll find 100 that say it absolutely isn't. Maybe it's not the same for everyone. But uh, we definitely want to to get, you know, your feedback on that. You can follow us at WeTalkDisney.com and also look for WeTalkDisney on Facebook. And we'll, when you go to those, you'll find some other links to Instagram and things like that where we'll be doing uh, a lot of talking and, and picture posting and all that. And as you said, we would love to have more people involved in helping with us. One of the things we do as in our in our real lives is we do a lot of talking to people. We're both you know, broadcast people. And so one of the things I'm looking forward to is getting people on here, getting, and it does, I'm not talking about celebrities necessarily, Disney celebrities. And by that, when I say a Disney celebrity, I'm talking about somebody that does this, people who go on trips and all that. I'm not talking about somebody that's in the movies or, you know, but there are so many people that do Disney travel and resorts and all that who are highly educated in it, like yourself, 
Those are the kind of people we want to talk to, the people that can help you, and I'm talking about you, the listener, plan your trips and get the most out of them. And that's what we will evolve into as we go into uh, 2020. And then, like I said, we'll just get some, you know, every now and then, we'll get your feedback. And we hope to have a lot of you on the show. Tell us your story. Tell us what happened to you. And then, you know, our dream, you know, let's just throw it all out there, is that at some point we'd love to come down and, and meet with a lot of folks from Disney and um, from from Disney fans, you know, somewhere on site. So. And that will be phenomenal because that, that, a chance for anybody who loves Disney, um, those there's something about it. You can never have meet somebody face-to-face. But right. when you find out you have a love for Disney, everything changes with that relationship. So I'm super excited for what we're going to be discussing. Um, sometimes it's the good, bad, and the indifferent. All right. And um, it may help you along the way. So we do invite you to follow along and to listen. You can always download this at any time. Um, kind of when you're available to listen to it. and Sub- we- Subscribe. It's available at all locations where you get your podcast or on the web. You can get them. Now, let me just ask you one question real quick. Okay. You spent two years planning this trip. Mm-hmm. You went, you spent how many nights? Nine nights. Nine nights. All right. Now, before you went, you already have planned another trip for March? Correct. Is that correct? correct. All right. Are you more excited about your trip in march after having this less excited or about the same i think i'm actually more excited in a way because now that i've experienced firsthand some of my planning what did or didn't work or what i'd like to do um, and this trip will have a different dynamic to it which we'll get into that Mm -hmm. but i think i'm more excited in a way because now i know okay hit and miss what i can do how i can accomplish that and how to best maximize my time a little bit better that worked for me. So I think it's, but I think they're tips and stuff that anybody can use and utilize um, where it might be a little bit more difficult as if you had a very, very large party, but we're going to talk about how you can even maximize with larger parties. There's, there's ways around some of that. So we'll be talking about that. By the way, one thing I did want to mention that, you know, we decided on by purpose to launch this show on Christmas day, uh, 2019. So uh, I don't know how many people will actually be listening that day, (laughs) but if you are, hope you're having a Merry Christmas. And, uh, I, I suspect if anyone is listening to this show on Christmas day, there are Christmas gifts under their tree that have some Disney flavor to them. Oh, exactly. Or you wouldn't probably have found found this. There's a lot of other nuances. You and I were talking before we started taping, you know, the, um, Years ago, in a different life, I did convention work, and I held conventions at Disney. Oh, yes. you know, and, and, and we're talking about the, the perks of doing that kind of thing. If you are someone who has a group of people and you're looking for a place to take them to for a business meeting or something like that, we'll address that, too, in later, um, later episodes. But, you know, those guys have it down. They know what they're doing, and they're going to take care of you. And that amazed me is that it was never a problem with somebody finding an answer if they didn't know it off the top of their head. That is one thing, whether I've called or when I was at the parks. And I think this is the history of Disney. They are always great about answering, taking care of your needs, and going really above and beyond your expectations. Well, and I told you, if you're a meeting planner and you have a group there, they give you a little pin, <laughs> and you become even more king. And, you know, they treat everybody wonderfully. Yes. But if you're a meeting planner and you are there and you've got that pin on, 
they jump. That's right. Because you're you're responsible for a whole bunch of people there. So these are just some of the things we're going to talk about in our first real episode. This is kind of an introductory episode, but in our first real episode, we'll start with your your journey mm-hmm. to plan this trip, which was at least 18 months, closer to oh, two yes. years in planning, and just kind of go through all of the phases of it, all the different aspects, and how you ended up doing exactly what you ended up doing just a couple of weeks ago. It was very exciting. So I can't wait to share that. There's a lot of different elements to it. And um, even some DIYs along the way. I'm a crafty person, so we'll talk about how oh. you can enhance your trip a little Wait bit. Wait till you see her stuff <laughs> she made. It was amazing. And it's so much fun. And I, I know that there's some that go, oh, I would love to do my own shirts or ears or accessories or something or, or great ideas for souvenirs that a lot of people don't think of. We're going to talk about all of that, some creative ways. And so we are so glad that you joined us for this first episode. We want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. As we approach 2020, we're excited. Go to the website, wetalkdisney.com. Make sure you go to Facebook. Join the page. It's brand new, so don't get there and say, oh, it's a ghost town. Yes, it is. It's brand new. But let me encourage you to tell your friends to join us as well. We'd love to have you. And we will see you in the next episode where we really get into this Disney planning things. We're excited. We hope you are, too. My name's Ed Owen. And I'm Kimberly Allen. And we talk talk Disney. Disney. Thanks for joining us on We Talk Disney. This podcast is available wherever you download your podcasts and always at wetalkdisney.com. And join us on Facebook. See you real soon.